Welcome, folks, to episode 32 of the Content Cube. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Hohenstein. And special guest. I was just going to intro myself. Hi, I'm Chris Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How's it going? Chris, Chris, what's the show you do? Uh, I do a show called Quarter Circle Backboard for KCLU 88.1 FM and KCLU.FM, where it's just me on the radio talking about sports that I like, uh, also video games sometimes, too. Uh, haven't been a whole lot of either really this year, so I've been I've been making my money getting some guests on, like Brian of the Woods, for instance. He's been on the yeah, show. Yeah, you've couple had times. me on several times. Oh yeah, Big it's been show. It's, great. it's been great every time, honestly. Chris, I have to say the name of your show is incredible. It is very good. <laughs> Thank An you. Almost perfect name. <laughs> it's like I went through like five or like ten different names before I just like splatted one on the wall. I was like, you know what? I'll just stick with this one. And I was like, you know what? It actually works out pretty well. Yeah, it's like so. a very good name for sure. <laughs> um, so a lot of there's actually more because I came into this week thinking, damn, all all there is is Taylor Swift and the Kanye al- album that's definitely not coming out, so we can't talk about that. Um, but a lot happened. You know, baseball's back. That's right. I almost, I almost want to start with baseball. Zach, okay. you, Zach, you do baseball, right? Yes, I do baseball. How it was a it was it was fake crowd, right? Yeah, it's fake crowd noise. But but was like there are fake people. Some ballparks have like cardboard cutout people. I don't know. It's pretty cheesy. Maybe they like auctioned it off to like fans to be like, hey, do you want to have cardboard cutout of yourself behind home plate for every game this season? And if so, okay, fine, creative. But I don't know. I mean, I'm indifferent towards that, I guess. But I guess for the for the sake of the game, you kind of have to have the fake crowd noise, uh, just because you you'd be hearing. Uh, the other team doing shit the whole time, which is just not how people have been playing for since the beginning of the league. You know, you need that you need that static noise the whole time to kind of yeah. unless or else you'll be hearing just everything. I don't know. That's the way it's been explained to me, like by the broadcasters and stuff. I don't know. It seemed legit. Yeah, it's kind of got like a golf vibe to it. It's just like yeah, it's it, it's weird. <laughs> it's like kind of like ambient crowd noise, sorta. And the thing about the cutouts, too, is that I noticed, like, it's mostly just, like, around, like, the front front, like, mm-hmm. of, you know what I'm talking about? Like, right behind, like, the catcher or whatever, right behind, like, that net. That's usually where, like, all the cutouts are, like, take place. Everywhere else is just, like, empty. Uh, although, I think I saw, there were a few people at, like, I want to say the Cubs-Pirates game. There were, like, a few people in, like, the bleachers out, like out in like the outfield who are like you know adequately socially distanced i'm pretty sure but like yeah I, outside of that it's been pretty weird. i watched the baseball this weekend uh i was with some friends and they're big cardinals fans so i watched some games um and we watched highlight reels i saw someone hit a home run and i if i'm correct there was like cgi fans in the crowd because there was a whole group of people all jam-packed together and then they cut to the same exact spot and then no one was there and I was yeah. like, what is that about? And my friend's like, oh, yeah. That they, sounds like, like the Cubs-Pirates game. Out here looking like the Phantom Menace pod racing uh, crowd. <laughs> yeah, no, it looked no. like someone, like, rotoscoped it wrong or something. It was just like, like oh, just slightly to one side. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, not, I saw, like, lining like, up with the seats at all. I saw, like, Fox Sports tweet about it. And they're like, fanless season, not us. And then, like, a bunch of fucking <laughs> NBA 2K, like, renders. <laughs> Pop up in the fucking. That's what they look like. In the audience, like this sucks. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, I saw a clip this morning of 
uh, umpire was trying to throw someone out or something, and then yeah. he was arguing with the manager, and he had to put on his mask. He's, like, trying to get out of his pocket, and he just holds it up against his face. Yeah, that was in the funny. game today. Uh, threw a Pirates guy out. It's, it was bizarre <laughs> just watching them, like, because usually they're, like, right up in each other's face, and they, like, <laughs> were, like, five feet apart arguing, and, like, I don't know. It That's just like seems so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I need it, though. Honestly. Yeah. I needed it. Sports is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, sports when is back. When oh. is NBA and... Uh, well, I have no idea about uh, NBA. Uh, hockey comes back. back. Hockey comes back next week. Same okay. with basketball, I think. Basketball is also coming back next week. Or this week. I guess it's technically this week. Is, is basketball doing the same thing hockey's doing? Just going right into playoffs? Um, No, like, they're, going to, they're going to uh, pull position a little bit. Um, I think that's only mostly relevant for, like, the lower seeds. But as far as I know, uh, it's going to be a lot of positioning for, like, the last – for, like, the bottom, like, three or four teams, mm. like, ranked in both conferences. So they'll kind of, like, duke it out to see oh, who really gets, like, the seventh and eighth seed. Meanwhile, everyone else is just pretty much chilling. Not a whole lot of reason to fight too hard for home court advantage because, you know – you're not at your home court, and there's no one yeah. there anyway. So <laughs> everything yeah, is your fans are just not like there. perfect zero ground, final destination, no items. <laughs> Basketball, baby, let's go. That's what we're at right now. Basketball match, fans off. <laughs> fans off, Fox only. It's here, boys. We made it. we made it to sports. And uh, I still don't know. know if college football is happening. I'm gonna say I. I don't even think they make it like two or three games if they have. Man, I don't even know if college is still happening. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I get a notification. We're there. Every time college I get a fucking notification, happening. how can college football happen? On the Mizzou email, I'm like, is it is it happening? But yeah, I just wonder if everyone's staying in St. Louis if it happens. But Zach, you're coming back. Jake's coming back. I'll be there, baby. You guys saw the? You ever find out about the window? That, uh, that the window broke? that got broken. Yeah, uh, I think it got broke. replaced over summer. Yeah, I think our landlord <laughs> took care of it. He's MrCalendar.com. MrCalendar.com. He, he has the money. <laughs> I don't know. I got to let him know. I came, I came back this weekend for like a, like a day or two or whatever, and um, my sink uh, it just doesn't drain. And it was draining last time I was there, so I, was, I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. My roommate who stayed there over the summer like, was like, yeah, I tried to unclog it. I don't know, man. What happened? Did he pour you know, grease like, down it or something? I don't, I don't know what Did happened. Did you just have, like, bacon uh, grease? And it's like, I don't need this. And just dump it, it in. It drains <laughs> super slow. And it sucks that I didn't realize it till after I shaved. And, like, mm. so it was just, like, all this Sitting. shit. All these spider leg hairs uh, just chilling in the water. Uh, yeah, it was pretty gross. It drains just extremely, extremely slow. So, I don't know. Got to get my landlord to deal with that. Uh, besides that, house hasn't burnt down. Still pretty good. Excited to, um, you know, slip on right back in. Yeah. Okay, I, I got two questions. One of them's a tangent, one of them is fear. Are we all recording? Yeah. I always have that fear. Okay. Yeah, we're we recording. Check, I'm we recording. Real okay. quick. We're all recording. The answer is yes, I'm seeing bars, okay, and they're perfect. moving, so I'm recording. <laughs> Second question. What is, what is everyone's bacon grease removal strategy? <laughs> one time I put all... it in a Red Solo cup and watched it melt before my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just goes through the solo cup. I mean, it literally just fucking... crumbled. It crumbled into nothing. It was incredible. I, uh, 
I used to have a jar that I put grease in. I don't know what happened to it. I'm pretty sure me and my roommates photo at least like two like decently sized like mason jars full of grease. Don't have that anymore. Don't know what happened to it. It's for cooking. I- I'm getting my coffee filters in today to finally fucking get my bacon grease jar going. Because my strat lately has been like, okay, I throw like half of a fucking paper towel roll in the trash. And I fucking dump that shit on the paper towel roll and it absorbs it all. But the last time I did that, which made me forsake the idea entirely, I didn't let it cool enough. So it just fucking melted through the bag. And I'm like, this is the worst day of my life for Perfect. real. Yeah. Like, now, these days, after the, the Red Solo Cup incident, uh, I... That debacle. Yeah, that, those shenanigans. Uh, I took the I take the pan now, and I walk like a good 15 to 20 feet away from my driveway, behind the <laughs> fence, and just dump it on the ground. The half life of that zone, like nothing's gonna grow there for 200 years. No, nope. <laughs> absolutely not. No one will ever know until they listen to this uh, podcast. I, Perfect. When plan. I was a kid, I threw some on my lawn once, and it started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't fuck around like that in California, Brian. Everything's yeah. so dry. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Dry County, dry everything. Okay, so we're moving on to the big week, Chris. That's right. This has been a huge week. Let's start with Xbox. Yeah, let's Uh, start with the Xbox. I I streamed uh, the Xbox conference with uh, Chris and Chris's brother, Andy. That's right. Uh, That was a good time. You know, they did their their press conference, their answer to the PS5 event. And, you know, they showed some Strictly games. Strictly games, uh, no price. Still don't know how much that thing costs. Eight hundred dollars. Nope. I hope so. I will pay Probably. no more. I'll pay we no deserve. less than eight hundred dollars for this. It's what we deserve, honestly. Um, so, Chris, what did you think of it? Because I don't remember anything from it besides the brute. <laughs> um, there were some cool games that got shown off. Um, I think Obsidian is working on their sort of answer to. Bethesda's Elder Scrolls series so yeah. they're doing like a fantasy first person RPG type deal where it's like you got the sword in one hand you got the magic in the other very much like okay so they're definitely trying to see if they can also do Elder Scrolls better just like they can do Fallout better so <laughs> Elder Scrolls New Vegas yeah yeah pretty uh, much or the Outer Scrolls or whatever <laughs> the Outer Scrolls Rare, Rare showed their thing right um, kind of. Yeah, it was Ever just like a, it was like a trailer, but it looked dope as hell, dude. Yeah, it looked. It was just mostly a, a just like a cutscene or just like a little vignette, I guess. We yeah, don't really know okay. like what the gameplay hook is gonna be, really, but it exists. Apparently they don't even know. Yeah, they're like we like the world. Yeah, that's, that's a, really world? all they got right now. Yeah, you that's gonna that be a big guy throw up all those little fish. Yeah, <laughs> you see that, Jake? Yeah, that's gonna be a. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cute. <laughs> That's going to be a common theme with this presser. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, like, not knowing what they're doing. Uh, there was a Fable that got announced at the very end of the yeah. show, which is pretty cool because... Uh, Big Shrek energy from that yeah. trailer. That's yeah, right. I believe, I believe a listing just went up for uh, writers for Fable. So uh, I'll see that in 2024. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it would be like an MMO or something. But, yeah, I enjoyed Fable 3 because I didn't play the, any of the other Fables. So uh, that could be... I don't know. I might keep my peepers peeled for that. Um, they showed off some Psychonauts gameplay, which was pretty fun. Yeah. It wasn't like a gameplay gameplay trailer, but like you know, you could see some of like the nooks and crannies of like what they're up to with that game. Now that they got that Microsoft money, they got that yeah. Jack Black hookup. I, he was doing <laughs> when a Jack song. Jack Black showed up. 
I feared for my life that they were doing. <laughs> you thought they were gonna do? I'm like, no. See, I kind of, I kind of did too, or at least for like a remaster, because I don't know. I feel like that that'd be a itch for some people that really need scratching. So I so had a question uh, for you two about the Fable game. It's being made by Playground, which people did the Forza games. Do you think they're gonna be able to make a competent jump from a racing game to what Fable will be? I mean. I, if we're keeping it in a stack, there hasn't been a game like that since Fable 2, so I feel like whatever they do can't be any better or or it can't be much worse than uh, whatever the last Fable game was. I think that was like a Connect-only game, wasn't it? Yeah. No, there was, was a Connect game. It was Fable the Journey. There's Fable the Journey. Then there was like the top-down Fable game, which no one really remembers. I barely can, but I know it exists because I feel like that was the last time people were like clamoring for Fable. And so now we're back on the Fable hype train, and so I don't know. They could do something with it. Um, let's see what else was there. Uh, there was Stalker 2. Uh, there, yeah, Stalker 2 is real, folks. And he is strong and cool and good. And I'm pretty excited for that, too. Because I remember just, like... I think they just, like, dropped it out of nowhere. They were just like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're making Stalker 2. Like, the people who made the first one. And I was like, wait, what? It never really... know, it felt like a cry for help. Yeah. It, it was like, like, someone give us money to make Stalker 2. It's like Miyamoto announcing <laughs> Pikmin 4. It's just, like a fu- it's just like a prayer out there. It's like, oh, well, maybe yeah. that'll tide him over for a little bit. But, hey, we actually saw a little bit of Stalker 2. And I guess it's coming out sometime next year. I'm pretty sure. I think it's, yeah. they said 2021. So that's going to be pretty interesting um i'm definitely gonna that's like one of those that's like top three on my radar right now at least as far as like games that were shown off at the microsoft conference um let's see i'm trying to make sure i'm not missing any like i don't know like lower lower like, there's like some stuff like the the like the one with two realities where i'm like all medium. right uh, yeah, oh yeah medium. where they patented that uh rendering two worlds at the same time thing which means that's not actually, that's not coming back in titanfall three i guess yeah, Unfortunately, uh, slight spoilers if you haven't played Titanfall 2. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was maybe just like the split screen concept because mm. like Ratchet and Clank's still coming out or whatever. Oh, yeah, true. Um, but uh, they did the Halo and get folks, we've seen Halo. <laughs> I had to they, I had to walk myself off the ledge a little bit going too hard into Halo because I had to sort of remind myself that, oh, yeah, this is a game that not only is being shared on like, I don't know, uh, inferior console or inferior like console power also people haven't been working in their studio for like at least a good like three or four months so yeah. I can kind of I mean that's not going to make me feel like that's not going to make me like I don't know not think the uh, brutes look kind of goofy like a smooth monkey I'm not I'm not going to stop laughing at that I'm just going to be like I also would not be surprised if this game looked a lot better if a uh people started like working in the studio again or b they just had like more time to polish it up even though they said holiday 2020 so yeah i mean they don't have i mean personally i think that halo will never look good again and will always look like shit unless they completely (laughs) overhaul it because like a brute will never look good again yeah like can you honestly tell me you can look at like a brute and be like and think anything about like 2000s like piece of shit villain enemy like yeah the, the aesthetic itself is like outdated in a sense yeah like, you can like you can and like i'm not saying like the graphics look good it looks like it looks a little uh like the lighting was neat but like the yeah. uh it didn't look great but i'm just like i don't think you can ever make a look a brute look good like you can have like make... all the wrinkles and pores you want but like it'll look like a brute at the end of the day yeah for them and to it's make just a gonna game... get smoother 
make a game that feels authentically Halo, it already kind of has to look kind of slightly outdated. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you're going for like that early, like mid 2000s pastiche with like, I don't know, like your environments, like your alien designs. I, yeah. I guess that's a testament to how goddamn old Halo is <laughs> when you think about it. Cause man, that shit is like almost 20 years old now. Yeah. How do you guys feel about it being like a living platform instead of we're going to get more Halos in the future? No idea what the fuck they mean. Is it an open world? Is this like an open world, like like an open world? Or is this like open world, like Uncharted 4 levels? That is it like open world? Or even like beyond that, is this going to be like, I don't know, like a service game or whatever? Like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I truly know. just can't comprehend it. Like, yeah, I just I mean, don't even know what they mean. <laughs> it's so weird. And I'm not sure if I'm like into it really but i don't know man gameplay wise it looked like they were taking like a page or two maybe from like your dooms and your titanfalls which yeah i would arguably say learned a lot from halo and their sort of like design philosophy so having like sort of like feeding off of each other like that is probably a good thing for halo really just to like i don't know try some things with like the grappling hook grappling like, hook cool concept i just don't understand how it exists yeah, me either. I think it's like one of those a, things where it's like doesn't pack, right? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like doesn't matter really, and I guess not. But like, I don't know. It's just funny. To, <laughs> this is what Master Chief's been missing this whole time—a grappling hook. He, I thought he could fly. He had a he had a jetpack. Or I flew around in Halo Reach. <laughs> now nah, we're off that. That was Noble Team Six, my guy. That's not. That's they not lost the them all in Reach. No yeah. more jetpacks. We lost all our jetpacks at Reach. Yeah. But yeah. But, uh, uh, what was I going to... I was thinking about... Oh, yeah. Someone pointed this out earlier in that Phil Spencer, God bless him, uh, was kind of yeah. talking that gas or before the press conference about how they were trying to move away from announcing games that were, like, pretty far away from being released. So, like, they were going to be the ones who were like, you know what, Th these are all games that are, we got exclusives, and not just exclusives, exclusives that are coming out pretty soon, like, around, like, holiday 2020. And then we get to the actual conference, and then that, the exclusive thing, I don't really care about, doesn't really matter much to me, timed exclusive, who cares? Like, <laughs> I really don't care that much about, I don't know, fanning the flames for a console war. But to do pretty much the same thing that I don't know, Sony and Nintendo do just like all the time, just like, yeah we'll announce these games, but like pretty far but yeah. like pretty early in the dev cycle like the uh, Rare game, where it's very obvious that they're still in like the conceptual stages like, not really like into, like they're not really solid on what kind of gameplay they're gonna have, so to keep like doing that stuff after you puffed your chest out talking about all these games are going to be, you know, we're going to have like a good deal to know or like to do with all these games we're going to show here. I don't know, man. It just feels like a lot of hot air, man. Uh, they didn't uh, show. Personally, for me, they didn't show a single game that I believed was not going to be delayed besides Halo. <laughs> like, I don't think any of the games they say are coming out in 2021 are, are actually coming out in 2021. I'd say, even for me, it's like, frankly, I'd be, I wouldn't be like shocked if Halo came out on time, but I'd also be like, oh, hey, Halo came out on time. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like one of those circumstances. And I guess you can kind of chalk that up to, I don't know, the pandemic as era yeah. we're in right now. It's just, yeah, cause I don't allowed, know, man. 
Avowed, Everwild, and Fable are at least as late as 2022, probably 2023, if not further. And then, like, the Hellblade developers were saying that they're location scouting, looking at yeah. places, which <laughs> that's your, like, your game's not close then. so That's, like, next level conceptual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I have one last question about the Xbox event for you, too. Okay. Uh, why would I, if either I own an Xbox... Um, or don't what about this event would convince me to buy the new system because it seems like they're not really trying to sell me on a new system anymore they're just trying to get me to get the service the game service the games pass yeah because i can own i can go buy a xbox series whatever s or x right now for like 300 dollars and get all the new games which i understand it is very it's very helpful to the to gamers to not have to spend money on a new console but they're not doesn't seem like they're really pushing it all that hard i i don't i don't think they are pushing too hard for actual console sales at this point like they've i mean they definitely want them right i mean they're making a new console uh a very big very expensive console yeah i I mean it turns out it's uh it's 299 who who would have thought (laughs) ps5 and xbox they're 299 um the i mean they're going they're they're doing subscription shit, right? I mean, like, they have their Game Pass thing, and their consoles are, like, forwards compatible for a are going to be forward compatible for a couple of years. They sell all their games on PC. I mean, yeah. the latest Gears of War game, the Tactics game, was it's PC only. Like, the latest Gears of War game, like, only came out on PC, like, their strategy game. So, like, they are just, like, they're trying to get people in the ecosystem and, like, uh, just keep them there. Like they're trying to get money off of subscriptions and their services, uh, yeah. along with their consoles. But um, I don't. I don't think it is a huge priority for them to sell a fuck ton of the Xbox <laughs> things. Like I think they'd rather. I mean, for the Xbox series, for the Xbox One X, the the, the latest of the Xbox One line, <laughs> um, the last of its line. Um, they had a fucking uh, they had a payment plan where you could like do like. 30 bucks a month for like two years and it would have like all of the subscription stuff and the console and it would end up being cheaper for you to do that rather than like just buy it all buy it all out like they're I think they're much more interested in just like getting people in the ecosystem and like making money off of those subscriptions uh, rather than winning like a sales war you know what yeah, I mean and just like keep it going that way yeah that's really what it feels like for me um Again, like, there can be all that, like, I don't know, subterfuge or, like, test puffing about, like, ooh, we, we're not like Sony or Nintendo. We'll, like, do all this stuff with our games. And it's like, in the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I think right now they're more interested in sort of keeping their subscription services more, like, they're trying to, like, make it seem more, you know, I guess attractive to, like, the average consumer than... I don't know. They would just like, uh, just like, what's the word? Stumping for their new console. It's like yeah. mm. giving like giving like the uh, consumer options to be like, oh, you could you could buy this new console. Yeah, everything will look really nice. Or I don't know. You can just keep watching stuff on like the computer or the Xbox One. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Just like having those like options open while just like slowly feeding them stuff yeah. via subscription services. I don't know, man. It's a it's a different way to look at 
the gaming marketplace or like the sort of landscape. And I don't really think this was an avenue that Nintendo or Sony are thinking about, really. So no, I don't know yeah. if you milk it while you can, I guess, and then see if yeah. you have to go back to yeah. going back to, you know, pitching your new console 24 seven and that be it. So I don't know. I guess it's just a matter of seeing how far this whole like subscription thing will take them. Yeah. Do we want to go Taylor Swift, then go back to the Nintendo stuff? Uh, we might as well just keep on with the game and shit, you know, keep it okay, all right. Sure. Uh, it's Nintendo week, folks. L is real. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, should we elaborate on like, what this means? Is real. Should we elaborate uh, on what this means? Yes. Uh, so a lot of stuff happened. Okay. I believe the order was uh, Nintendo Mario 64 source code was finally put out, which is basically like. This is the deepest. This is the deepest you will ever look into this game. Like it is like there's nothing deeper than the source code, basically. Yeah. And it basically has like, right? Is that accurate to say this is like a broad? Well, what happened was someone leaked out the data and like the source code for a bunch of old Nintendo games. I think the most like recent examples of Nintendo games that got leaked was like Pokemon Diamond, which came out in, like 2006. Yeah. So like most of it is basically just like. I don't know, SNES, N64 games. You saw, like, beta builds of, like, Yoshi's Island, uh, Super Mario Brothers All-Star, I think. Not Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. So you saw, like, old sprites for Mario, like, old sprites for, you know, Yoshi. Yeah, there's, like, Not Baby Mario. Not Baby Mario, which (laughs) is, like, apparently in the early stages of Yoshi's Island development, uh, the little dude on your back, it wasn't Baby Mario. It was just, like, some weird elf guy. (laughs) Like, That's incredible. Yeah, there's some there's some like sick renders for Ocarina of Time too that didn't make the final cut. Same with Mario 64. <laughs> and so, speaking of Mario 64, um, what people are clinging to the most right now, aside from the Pokemon thing, we, which we can talk about later, is the fact that people have been able to splice together what Luigi would have looked like if they kept in their original idea of making it like a co-op type deal where you could play as both Mario and Luigi Mario 64 in like the early like stages of Mario 64 development. Turns out they couldn't get it to work, so they ended up cutting it. But they still kept all the, not like all the Luigi stuff, but enough Luigi stuff for people to sort of piece together what Luigi would have looked like if that sort of made the final edition as well. Yeah, like, and it's he scary. Never existed. Yeah, it's it, it was it, like it, it was ne- it never existed as a full um, like model, right? Like there was no like Luigi singular model in the game. Like you can't yeah, just that, look through the folders and be like, it's Luigi. It was straight up like, here's his fucking mustache. Yeah, here's his arms. Yeah, like, like the <laughs> like the build of Luigi, not like any of like like see what you get when you see like i don't know any models of luigi and like mario 64 right now is you'll get like the base structure of luigi and then what modders have done on top of that is sort of like sort of fill in the blanks and like piece together like through like the mario model right and like just sort of figure out that way what luigi would have looked like and it looks pretty convincing. It definitely yeah. looks a lot better than older attempts to try to like put Luigi in Mario 64. So I'll commend them for that. I don't know how I feel about taking this mummy out of the uh, sarcophagus, but 
hey. <laughs> it's going to be content magic for, for sure. It's going to be a lot of content for Nintendo YouTubers, so shout out to them yeah. for for getting some more bread on the table. So we got that. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. It's like, man, this Yoshi looks really fucked up. Like, it's just, like, really thin and, like, yeah. lizard-like, and I hate it. Uh, and we got all those Pokemon sprites. Oh, yeah. Should we drop them some in the chat just so the whole, like, cube ganking, like, get into it? Or have you guys seen them? Yeah. I saw, uh, I think, Brian, you liked a few of them last night. Because then yeah. I got, oh, I didn't, I knew there was leaks happening, but I didn't quite understand what was happening. And I scrolled through that dude's Twitter and looked at all of them. There was a fuck ton of them. Oh, yeah. Zach, Most of them, I'm pretty sure. Zach, you said you had questions about the, uh, about some of the memes or something. You wanted clarification? Uh, it was pretty much just the Luigi stuff. Because I kept yeah. seeing this weird Luigi looking shit uh, <laughs> in Mario 64. I guess I remembered it wrong. I could have sworn he was in the game at one point. Like, you see him He's somewhere. He's in the DS version. Maybe that's what I remember then. Cause He's I played playable both. in the DS version, yeah. I played both, because I had the N64, yeah. uh, and I played it on that growing up, and then I beat it on DS. Uh, I know he shows up, like, four times in the first Mario Galaxy. Uh, maybe I'm also mixing that up. I don't know. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, yeah he plays them, too, I think. Pretty sure. Really? I don't remember. Was that, like, an after the... Yeah, it's like a Super Luigi. I never Luigi. played the second one either. Yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure after you, he's, after you get he's all the stars, you get two. a Super Luigi Galaxy. After you get all the stars, I'm pretty sure, or do all the purple yeah, coin oh, challenges. Oh, that does no, that sound is familiar. A, no. That does yeah, sound that's familiar. psycho shit. Like, if you beat <laughs> Mario Galaxy 100%, get every star, it's like, you can do it all again as Luigi. And he plays differently. Yeah, he's he like... He jumps <laughs> shittier. Yeah, he, like, jump, no. he jumps, like, higher and longer, and he, like, kind of slides a little bit. This is, like, he's got pretty much the same properties he does in Galaxy 2. Which they're a little bit more explicit as like, hey, you can play as Luigi here, but like, yeah, yeah never yeah, really yeah. in Mario sixty four or Sunshine. Brian, uh, remember like two months ago where you told me that uh, you told me without a doubt, resoundingly, almost a promise that Nintendo was re-releasing all these Mario games on the Switch, <laughs> and you said, don't worry, Zach, I won't let you down. It's happening, and I'd, I've heard nothing about these games coming back. I mean, there there are rumors, and they are apparently pretty strong, and we still have August for them to at least announce them, right? Were they supposed to come out in the summer or be announced in the summer? I don't know, man. You're the king Something of this like knowledge. That. I think it I don't remember. You're my, you're my but, video game benefactor of knowledge, man. I don't know. I mean, like, anniversary's coming up, right? So It's this year. Yeah, so. I, it's this year. Like, I mean, the the source, that, like the people that were saying it's happening, it seems that at least it was supposed to happen at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sounded pretty watertight at least at the time because this was like super early, like before everything yeah. got locked down. So, I I'm yeah. I imagine like either those sources were like really good at cheesing some information, or I don't know, <laughs> like pandemic I mean, just put everything pandemic just put everything on the back burner. Yeah. I feel which, like Jeff Grubb. Yeah even said it was happening and he's yeah. not usually wrong yeah nintendo's got to have something fucking for the next four or five months yeah uh, yeah you'd be surprised <laughs> uh, we're putting I, yeah. super mario world on the switch is, is bakugan this year do i have bakugan it, yeah bakugan let's go bakugan uh, shimigami tensei five that's a thing still yeah and remember when people <laughs> it's so weird like people got really upset that they didn't show any like mainstream Nintendo games, and I was just kind of like, "Like, what are you talking about?" I was just kind of shocked because usually, in a vacuum, someone announces Shin Megami Tensei Five details <laughs> after like, ye- uh, like I want to say at least a year of radio silence. No, it's you got to go been, ape, right? It's been, it's been over. Three. It's been over a year. Yeah, it was like the, it was like the first big Switch yeah. conference. Yeah, yeah, it's like they showed it like at the 
initial, yeah. Yeah, it's like, after all this time of radio silence, showing, like, Shin Megami Tensei, like, five stuff, you gotta just, like, do backflips, right? I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Like, yeah, like, the issue was that people read, um, that N Nintendo said, um, <laughs> hey, this is gonna be for our partners, and it's gonna be really short, and it's gonna be, like, third-party stuff, and people said, so F-Zero? <laughs> so you're gonna announce F-Zero? So Smash DLC? <laughs> Nintendo outright said, like, do, don't care about this. Don't get excited. Yeah. People were like, upset. This thing screamed W... This, this thing screamed WWE Battlegrounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like... They don't get knew. too... Don't get too so excited. So I literally don't know why people were uh, fucking disappointed. It's like the PS5 press conference, the Mark Cerny ASMR. Here's how fucking fast yeah. our hard drive thing is. Where people are, like, pissed that, like, they didn't get to see Ratchet when it was, like, fucking GDC presser. Uh, yeah, there's that, and then I think the other. Uh, I don't know what's bigger because like the L is real thing. The Luigi was so big to just like watch happen and unfold. Like, oh shit, they found the mustache. Like that 4chan thread. <laughs> they're like happening. Just like they finally it, assemble them, and it's like 50 replies. Building it on like, Twitter, and you can just like watch yeah. as like I don't know time around you like collapses, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> this is happening. L is becoming real. Yeah. It, but then, like the Pokemon thing is just huge because we love we love to see the Pokemon designs, Chris. Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is like, like one of my like favorite things, just like seeing like the thought process behind like how they make these shitty little goblins. And now that yeah. like we can finally like see like we see like it, not like all of them, but at least like some of them, just like yeah, to see like, where like their heads were at making them. I'm just like, yeah. this is pretty cool. Like a lot of the concept stuff is so interesting. Like the fucking uh, the. <laughs> I love the Reggie guy, I guess, the first image. He looks very much like a weird like boss. Yeah, like an Earthbound character. It's like yeah, one of like right the last bosses. Like, once you get the gang together, like the first boss yeah. you fight, it looks like Reggie Gygus. And Gygus, yeah, hey, that's in the name. Do you have a Do you have an Arceus on you? Um, I don't think so. I could try to okay. find it and post it in the chat. The server room can okay, see Okay, I'll put it. Uh, Jake, have you seen my Arceus? Because I feel like I've retweeted it. The, the Arceus beta like yes. like it's i really liked that one because i'm like i would have preferred this as like the finished <laughs> product because like it's so unknowable and like horrifying to look at in a sense it's just like yeah. a goofy like, little the, brown ghost yeah like pokemon lore arceus is literally god uh it's very strange that they just said this is god uh and people pray to it you can um, catch it if you want to yeah, and it's like this regal looking royal thing and then like the beta like concept was like this fucking Lovecraftian, like, unfeatureless entity. And I'm like, that's dope. And it it's just cool. interesting to see all this. Like, uh, it looks like, like if I tried to catch this, like, via my, it's like if I tried to, like, use my action replay in, like, eighth grade to, like, get all the legendary, yeah. all the unobtainium legendaries, and I catch this thing, I feel like it's going to make my cartridge combust along with my DS. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be fucking, cool. Yeah. I, that'd be, like, super sick, I think. If that was it's just the like, the thing. too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if they like just like leaned into that, just yeah. sort of like that. I don't know. Super. But, like, I think that it's just shit. like so fascinating for like archival purposes. Oh yeah. Just like the art form, because like just all that Mario sixty four stuff is like so fascinating to look at. Like just the uncompressed audio, all this Pokemon stuff. Like there's a lot of music that never made it into the game. Well, like not even like the full music, but it's like oh, like these other characters were supposed to have music with them. Uh. There was something else. Yeah, it's weird because it's one of those funny things. It's like 
video games is like one of the one it's like one of the only mediums where you don't really see like the work in pro- works in progress after the fact yeah. like movies i feel like after a while whatever get in touch with i don't know warner brothers or criterion or whatever like 20 25 years after the fact and you might see some like i don't know some like behind the scenes footage or whatever or i guess now you kind of have dev diaries but like on the whole for like that early area area era of video games from like the late ish not 80s like the 90s early 2000s you don't really get a whole lot of that that isn't super like record scratches like we're gonna take you on a tour through the game (laughs) studio it's like wow sponsored GameStop and like the early you know gaming is a pretty early uh, form of art or whatever and just like movies like I feel like half of all movies are just like lost at this point I believe I saw yeah. So and like it's kind of the same. It's not like the same with video games, but like the source code for a lot of games is just gone. Like you'll hear like, oh yeah, they ordered us to fucking throw it away. Like like yeah. in the fucking nineties and early two thousands, like, yep, guys burned the source code. It's like, yeah, we you don't guys want to play it anymore. Do you guys want Metal Warriors on the virtual console? Yeah, we would too. Unfortunately, Konami made us get rid of all the source code in like two thousand twelve. Yeah. Just like a lot of fucking crazy stuff like that. Like in the credits, you had to like go by an alias and like early Japanese games, so you wouldn't get <laughs> fucking, so you wouldn't get fucking uh, poached by another developer. <laughs> Just like you're like really fucked stuff. Like you, like you see like developers like oh yeah, I had to go like fucking Banana Man in the credits. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's just I like it's like shit that. like that where it's just like yeah, burn the source code. We don't need it anymore. Like who gives a shit? I feel like yeah, there's just like. There was, like, one developer, and it was, like, an American developer. It's like, oh, yeah, like, before we were fucking forced out of the building, like, we we hid, like, the source code, like, in a fucking panel of the ceiling. <laughs> like, and maybe it's still there, but we don't we don't have access to the building. That's what happened to Pong, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, some guys, like, or, like, a bunch of different guys just, like, ran away with the source code for Pong. And so they would just, like, make their own Pong tables. And Atari was just like, wait, what? What's happening? So they had to... <laughs> That to surreptitiously like fudge some numbers around in like the source code or like the computer chips. So like everyone who like got it just be like, yeah, this is an Atari Pong table, and like no one else can like have this because we move some stuff around that like I don't know they would never find out if we didn't tell. Yeah, it's cool shit. Are honestly, ready to mo- yeah. I mean, it's honestly a miracle that like the uncompressed gay Bowser audio exists <laughs> and that like we can re- that we have proof that L that Luigi was in. Mario, honestly, right? though, like it's honestly a fucking miracle that like that shit still exists, especially like, for a company that's companies like, were not yeah. archiving it's, like they do now. For especially for a company that's like as secretive as like Nintendo is, like yeah. relatively compared to like every other publisher developer, they're pretty they're pretty conservative as far as like that stuff goes. So to yeah. like even get it like leaked out is just like this is like a goldmine of like content and inform- interesting information, dude. The fan guides, oh my god. The art books. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Dude. Are we ready to move on to Taylor Swift? Sure. Zach? Zach, you've been good. <laughs> have, I been, have I been a good boy? Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for my turn. You made it, you made it Bubba. Yeah. Congratulations. Tell us. Tell us about the second coming, Zach. Oh, boy. The second coming. Tell us about is... folklore, right? Can, That's the name of it? Can yeah, I say before we it. get into it? Uh, when I fir- <laughs> when I first saw the album cover, it gave me like really big like black metal album vibes. So I was like, oh my god, is she really like taking a big turn here? <laughs> just like it's like speed melting up, but 
I don't know. It looked pretty she interesting. She was not. <laughs> Quite the opposite, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Zach. Yeah. Who here has listened to it? I've listened. You know, you raise your hand on the fucking oh. podcast. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, <laughs> I've listened to it. <laughs> Jason Moser has. Oh, uh, oh, Brian. Oh, Brian. Yeah. It did that thing again. Oh what no. Thing? Zach, why does your computer do this? I don't know. It just said it detected feedback somehow. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Zach, you hate it? Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Zach, you hate no, it? wait a minute. Uh, is that how we're going to... We got to re-clap, right? We're going to have to... Um, I mean, you want, we can re-clap. That will, that will probably make it easy. Yeah. Three. One. Okay, you do it. I, I do it. I'm the big man. One, two, three... You kind of did the, the the count a little weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you want to do it again? Uh, I mean, if, I mean, I'm fine with it. I think you, we're good. I think we can figure okay. it. Out. I'm sure it'll be fine. It should be fun. It should be fine. Yeah, I, um, I don't know why. I, did. I guess my headphones gets gets too close to the mic with these big ones, and then that's what happens. I guess this yeah. is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Taylor Swift folklore uh, album of the year. Um, that's. <laughs> Kanye's album was all supposed to come out. It didn't. Don't worry about it. It's whatever. Um, you see the artwork? Kanye. No, for what? Donda? Oh, for, for D- Donde. Yeah. Donda with um, Child. Look, look kind of cool. It did look kind of cool. I don't know. I was, I, it, it, <laughs> it, uh, you know, honestly, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know if it was cool, but it definitely got a reaction from me. I definitely looked at it and said, interesting. No, I don't know if it's well, like. Well, yeah. Better than yeah. the Blue Circle. I looked oh, at it and I said, damn, yeah. this definitely doesn't look like uh, my seventh grade math textbook, like fucking <laughs> Jesus King did. That fucking shit-ass cover. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, just before we get into Taylor, gut reaction, though, do you think when Donda with Child or whatever actually ends up coming out, will it be better than Jesus is King? Yeah. Yeah. It's, gonna, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna go all with it has well. to do is be mixed appropriately, and it will be better than Jesus is King. <laughs> all it needs to do is not do the fucking Jesus bit again, frankly. Well, I think well, it probably will. It, no, there's no way. Not fully Jesus, but no, he's... partially. I mean, look at the song titles. <laughs> I, think new, I, I think new I think new bodies on there, Brian, the new new body that you were no, talking about. It, it it got scrapped. Oh, did it? <laughs> no, In they the, took oh, out darn. all the Nikki stuff. No. I mean, they, they, he removed the song Nikki's from with the child. third tracklist he posted. <laughs> Nikki's with Nikki is with child. Nikki's God. Nikki with child. The next album. Uh, <laughs> it's not coming out. Yeah. Um, no, I. This gives me big never coming out vibes. Oh, we lost him. Oh well, he'll be back. All right. Uh, he'll, he'll be back. I'm sure. Oh, there oh, he is. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Chris, come back. Howdy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> We're back, um, folks. But yeah, um, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, this is giving me big Donda vibes. You know what I mean? It is. Remember that other album he announced that never came out? It kind of reminds me of that. You mean Yandi? Donda. Shit. Donda yeah. is. Donda is. <laughs> As Donda like, is giving me Donda vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. True facts. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just not a thing that's coming out, and frankly, there's not much to say about it really, because we've done this bit again and again for two years. Where he I, announces an album and then it doesn't come out or it comes out late. It cracks me up how he is still able to say an album is coming out, it not come out in the 24, 48 hours, and then he just doesn't say anything. Like, oh, something happened, or he just moves on. He's like, here's the album cover. 
There you I go. think it's weird that people still uh, expect anything. Uh, yeah. Frankly. Yep. How's Adam feeling? Uh, Your man, I, I mean, He's I think he, deep in his heart, he knew Donna wasn't coming out. I mean, he, okay. I mean, he was excited, but you could tell it was different. It was different than like the week Jesus was King was announced, you know, because he was. Uh, you could tell he was definitely ready for that one to come out, and this one. You know, he's excited for it, but, like, I mean, he, I, he, along with all, he was a little more optimistic, or maybe he was just putting on face, but we were all, like, it's not, I mean, we were all treating the week as if it was a week where Kanye album wasn't coming out, like we were doing every other week, even though he had said it was coming out. Like, we, it didn't change our, our outlook on, the, the, the Kanye album count for the week, our projections didn't go up at all, despite him <laughs> saying there would be an album that week. Uh, the Jesus is King listening party that you guys had is one of the funniest, saddest tales I've ever heard. <laughs> where y'all all got in your fucking living room and got the big speakers and the lights going. Yeah. And you sat there for like two hours after midnight. But maybe he met midnight Colorado time. That's where his ranch like he, is. Yeah, Adam just kept changing the time zone. Yeah. Like he lived here once, so maybe he's just like thinking about that. Yeah, Where, where's you know. his producer live? Where? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Oh, that, Kanye had a rough week. Um, but yeah, we didn't expect an album. But I mean, again, yeah. I'll listen to it. When it comes, Adam texted me uh, before Friday, like, or Thursday. It was like, if uh, Donda does drop tonight, that's how you knew he knew it wasn't coming out. He said, if Donda drops. <laughs> he goes, if Donda drops tonight, what do you listen to first? That or Folklore? And I was like, well, let me clarify, Adam, that I do overall prefer Kanye over Taylor Swift music. Uh, like, by a wide margin, Kanye is one of like probably my top ten artists ever, and Taylor might be in, probably not even in my top twenty. But uh, you know, current, I have more faith that whatever Taylor Swift is putting out right now is going to be better than whatever Kanye is pulling off right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I said I said Taylor, and also doesn't even matter because I know it's not coming out, Adam. And <laughs> and you know he of course classic Adam's fashion sends me the Revenge of the Sith gif of like then you are truly lost, you know like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean it's utter predictability that you just learn to fall in love with and hate at the same time. But um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a meme of it. But, yep, uh, glad that we got folklore. That I didn't think she would lie to us. She hasn't lied to me yet. You know, she hasn't let me down. Um, anyone want to give their their first first reactions? I listened to it twice all the way through this weekend. I listened to it once, and it's all right. I, I like two songs on it, and the rest were all right. But mm. you know what? You know what? I, I, I can see why the gamers out there and uh, <laughs> th- th- like it. I listened to it on my way home from Columbia today, and I did like it. Um, it you I a lot of people ask me like, oh, like do you do you think it's good? And I was like, I think you have to be in a certain mood to enjoy it. Uh, it's kind of just on the tamer, mellow side. It's on the the singer songwriter indie sad sad uh vibes uh i liked it i would i liked uh august i liked the bonnie vera song exile i liked betty um yeah good good what did you think swifty fan oh man i am the swifty fan aren't i uh you are yeah uh this was uh the biggest i've met frankly (laughs) man i i'm i don't know man definitely in this four i am uh but uh Man, I liked it. I did like it. Uh, that, that makes it yeah. sound like I'm about to say some negative shit. I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Straight <laughs> I, dumps. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I didn't think it was like her best, but uh, that that would go, of course, as you guys know, to her 2010 album, Speak Now, of course. Uh, I certainly or, would not know. I certainly would not know. <laughs> <laughs> or 
maybe her 2014 album, uh, 1984. Or 1989, that's what it is. I got it mixed up with the, the dystopian novel, uh, as, as many do. Um, <laughs> related works, of course. S- similar themes. Yeah, you could you could pick up on some similar things, yeah. Um, man, uh, yeah, one cool thing about it, I think she, uh, it's from the lyrics. Uh, I listened, I had the lyrics, since I was doing it while I was giving blood, so I could, like, <laughs> look at the lyrics for every song while I was just sitting there. And, uh, man, she's just got away with words. The way she tells stories, dude, really paints a very vivid picture of every relationship she's in, which some people will complain that that's none of our business. But you know what? If she's in a relationship, she can do with what she wants with that inspiration, you know? That's her shit. Uh, so, I mean, she doesn't name names or anything. She's fine. Um, I mean, also... <laughs> I was reading I was reading a lot about how most... Because I've, I've listened to a few of her songs, but I haven't gone deep into her discography. How normally she writes in a first person's first perspective sharing a lot of her stuff but this one she just tells a lot of stories sure does whether it's about her whether it's stories she made up whether it's stories she's heard from other people some folklore buddy yeah exactly and she's just telling stories and i i did thoroughly enjoy that and at times i wish i could have had someone like my 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 car could have showed the lyrics across the the windshield because i i struggled to uh get them all all the time, but I did. I did enjoy the storytelling. Man, don't worry, man. Elon Musk is gonna put a thing in your brain where you can see the lyrics in your head. You know, Love so it. you won't even Can't need wait. to worry yeah. about it anymore. Ma- ma- and he won't monitor your Donda. thoughts at all. It'll be great. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's definitely gonna exist. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah we got Frim. the kid tube. We got the hyperloop, <laughs> and we got the fucking. Uh, the brain monitor. All real things that will exist. <laughs> Can't wait. He's still working on the kid tube for those kids stuck in the cave. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's minimalist shit. There's not, like, a big pop single off this one like there's been on the past few albums. Or, like, there's not, there's definitely nothing you would call, like, an anthem that she could play at, like, a stadium, like, con- concert that she does, you know? But, I mean, it's, I think it's a cool change of pace, I guess. Uh I mean, there's been songs like this on previous albums for her, uh, but never, like, a whole album of songs like this, obviously, like this is. I mean, there's really... I mean, the tempo never really rises that much, uh, but, I mean, I'm, so maybe there might have been cool to have some in there that changed the pace a bit, uh, you know? But, I mean, as a... It's definitely a cohesive listen. Uh, it's... I mean... Yeah. It paints a... I mean, like all her lyrics do, she definitely just really is just, like we said, good at telling stories and kind of puts you in the middle of these relationships that she's in with these, like, lyrics that, uh, I think, honestly, uh, I think she's always been good at lyrically. I mean, obviously, she's... I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, Brian. You know, she's got... She's good at... She's good at with the pop numbers. She can write a pop hook, uh, with, with, yeah. with the best of them, you know? But, uh... The album gave me big Lana Del Rey vibes. If I don't know if you listened to Normal not enough. Fucking Rockwell from last year, but, uh, Cardigan... Uh, the last great American Dynasty. I don't know, big, it vocally and lyrically, I mean, big. Uh, Lana Del Rey. Vibes. I was fan. I was it fan gave of me those. such. It's su- it gave me such Lana Del Rey vibes that I was like, "Is this the woman that made that scuffed statement on like black women <laughs> artists?" I'm like, "Damn, Taylor, that sucked." Like that. That's like unironically, like not a bit. I thought she made that statement because that's how Lana Del Rey this album was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't listen to Lana Del Rey, but Wolf on Waterford, yeah, I've, that seems pretty fair. Uh, I mean, she, uh, she, I mean, she'll, she can break your heart. Uh, 
Taylor, Taylor can break my heart. Um, I mean, she's got a lyric on. I got some lyrics pulled up, buddy. Uh, there was like hit, hit us with hit us with the best ones. Man, there was that one on the one with how'd you say his name? I've been saying Bon Iver my whole fucking life, and then you said something that's, that made me. I question. think it's Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare. Is he French? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I maybe I'll look up a YouTube clip. Uh, see yeah. someone say his name. Either way, you know what we were talking. It's on the song Exile. Uh, it was like, I think I've heard this, or I think I've seen this movie before. I don't like the ending, and it's like, and you're not my homeland anymore. So what am I defending? You know, like whoa, I don't know. I don't know why that hit because I don't. I've never even uh, had a relationship that I would describe <laughs> as a homeland. I've never you know? even had a homeland worth defending. Yeah, I mean, I've never. <laughs> what are had, you doing here? The relationships, uh, any, any encounter I've had has not been a homeland. It's been pretty. I don't defend it much. Uh, but I mean, it's, oof. I mean, she's got me missing this boyfriend, uh, <laughs> and it's cool because at the same time, I'm. I, it sounds like he's gone from these lyrics, and that's cool. That means <laughs> I'm. I still have that zero point zero zero one percent chance that I cling to, you know. Like Zach, I'm. I'm sorry to break it to you. She's actually in a long relationship right she's now. She's still with that guy. I thought this whole album was about I, breaking up with that guy. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know in about ten seconds. Joe Alwyn, <laughs> or whatever his uh, name is, the British one. Here we go. Uh, Zach, you're coping. Taylor Swift's, Taylor Swift's boyfriend timeline. Oh, this was from 2017. Yeah, that's right. Liars. Uh, I don't think anyone knows. She's been a little more private about it, I think. Listen, man, a closed mouth don't get fed, so keep shooting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going for it. I'll just I'll keep I'll keep DMing her how much I love her album. We'll see if she ever responds. Oh, here we go. Uh, Inside Taylor Swift's relationship with Joe Alwyn, written three days ago. Oh, no. Uh, they're very secretive. Okay. Uh, people think they broke up, but they haven't broke up. Then who... What's the source? Taylor or like, Joe himself. The mailman, the... This is from uh, thelist.com and insider.com. Oh, well, then shit. Of course it's fact. Oh, oh <laughs> you're right. Shit. Okay, King. No, it's okay. I, 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 than I, I have accepted. I, I, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in pain, but I'm joking at the same time because, uh, like, <laughs> obviously, I know I'm not gonna end up with Taylor Swift as hard of a reality. Where are you on the pain meter right now? The pain meter, man. I'm on a, It's a, it's a constant, like eight at least out of ten, right? I mean, in, in regards to that. I mean, it's just hard. I've acclimated. Uh, dude, I, I, it's it's always the rough. I've had this a couple times, man. The roughest moment of your life is waking up from a dream and realizing you're in fact not with Taylor Swift. You know, <laughs> and you're just how Zach many Col- times you're does just that happen? Twice. You just you wake up and you're Zach Colenstein in your bed, and you're just it's every your reality just it's a big drop Instead off. Instead of being in Zach Swift, you're Zach Colenstein. Man, I, I I was reading about I was reading about some of the songs. Apparently, Cardigan, August, and Betty are about the same. It's like about a love triangle written from three different people's perspectives. Did you catch that oh, while sweet. reading the lyrics? No, but I mean Betty slaps. Apparently, like those songs okay, slap. That's what yeah. I picked up on. Betty's the best one. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the the key change at the end, incredible. And but apparently, Betty, like some girl named uh, Inez. That's what uh, from you the, can't trust a word August she says. Per- <laughs> apparently, August is from the perspective of her, and Betty is from Betty's perspective because. Uh, her boyfriend cheated on her with Inez in a summer fling that ended in August. I don't know. Pretty, mm. pretty uh, intricate stuff that Mm-mm-mm. I can't follow when I'm driving. Either way, man, the lyric, the lyrics hit. Uh, 
she's always been good lyrically, in my opinion, whenever you get the time to actually, like, sit down and listen to them. I, I mean, she gets some shit for, like, oh, some of her pop singles on more recent albums kind of suck, in some people's opinion. I mean, I, I, don't, I agree they're not her strongest efforts, some of them. But, like, she's got some deep cuts, man, on some of these albums that, that hit pretty hard. And most of the deep cuts are the ones that sound like this current album. This whole album sound, this, it sounds like an insult, but it's not. This whole album sounds like deep cuts from other albums. But, you know, just it's like those songs without, like, the pop singles that people just hear on the radio. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a cool album. I think she's a great songwriter. I mean, obviously, there are people with better voices than her. Like, I mean, she's not, like, have she doesn't have, like, an Adele or Ariana Grande or Beyonce voice. But, like, I don't know. I mean, her songwriting really just makes that, like, minim- minimizes that as, like, an issue at all. I mean, she's got a good voice. It's yeah. just not, like, a holy shit voice ever. Her but, songwriting yeah. does elevate her lack of vocal ability. Yeah, I mean, like, I... That, that, that girl that listens to the podcast that we don't say the name of, like, has a vendetta against her. I guess for her vocals. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, but you know, at the end of the day, I mean, songwriting it can be, clearly can carry you like she does. So I mean, uh, I was a fan of it. It's not my favorite Taylor Swift album. Uh, I probably put it around in the middle of the pack for her, honestly. Uh, for all of them, this is the eighth one. Uh, so, but you know, definitely really so satisfying, especially especially when with like no buildup. It was like a, announced a day before, uh, you know, and. You know, Apparently that's, that's very anti her strategy too. Yeah, she's, she's got like she's got long drawn out marketing campaigns for these things, uh, you know, with like hints that these devoted fans. I I don't I don't consider myself one of these guys that's gonna like scour <laughs> her music videos for little Easter eggs and hints. I don't give a shit. The Taylor uh, Swift ARG. <laughs> yeah, I don't really identify with Taylor the Swifty Twitter because they get they get a little toxic sometimes. Uh, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> just them. Oh but, man! But, uh, her, her but in the Yay Twitter, Twitter oh, not man. toxic. Dude, Last Jedi Twitter <laughs> is constantly under attack. Uh, I think it's Twitter. Man, that, Twitter <laughs> is an ugly place. I hate Twitter sometimes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. I think Yay was right when he mathematically, scientifically proved and determined that seven albums is that seven songs is the perfect length for an album. Man, that's an EP. It is a little too long. Yeah, no. I think I, I agree. This woman, this song—I mean, this song could have, uh, or this album could have gone album. without like four, maybe three, three songs or something like that. I think a thirteen-song yeah. album would have been perfect for this shit. Uh, I mean, I added probably like fourteen of sixteen, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I I probably added more than the average Taylor Swift, the casual Swifty, would add. I guess. I, don't, I mean, I, I mean, there's like songs about like Mad Woman, like the one where like how she's like a villain or whatever uh for shit but like i don't know when she's been like i don't know if that was about the kanye kim shit and how people like say she's so toxic and a snake and stuff uh when you know that whole situation she's she's clearly been you know kind of thrust i don't know i think that was some unfair treatment she got but i'm not saying i'm gonna cry a river for celebrities that you know have much better (laughs) lives than me but uh, all things considered, I don't think she, I think she got a, a raw deal with some of that stuff. I mean, it's I, I like the lyrics a lot, uh, and being able to sit down and listen to the lyrics with the songs, uh, I think makes it that much better. Um, and yeah, there are some definitely the ones that stuck out to me were like Exile, uh, the one whatever the first one was, like the one, um, yeah, and Betty for sure. Seven was really good. 
Mad Woman, you know, yeah. those those are solid I liked for it. sure. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, definitely listen to it. If you're not a T-Swift fan, but you're in a, a moody kind of storytelling vibe, give it a listen. Man, my friend are Jake, for... my roommate Jake, uh, one second, my, my roommate Jake always talks about how his, his weakness are indie girls and like sweaters or something like that and guitars. <laughs> and oh no. Taylor Swift comes out with this, this rollout. And he uh, he like texts me like oh forgive me Lord for I've simped, and like bought her vinyl, and oh, like no. bought the sh- all the. Sh- I'm like oh buddy I That's love incredible. it. That's incredible. So yeah, we're, don't, we're don't gonna tell be bumping uh, we're gonna be bumping the. <laughs> yeah, don't tell this guy about Blue Note concerts in like the fall. <laughs> Just don't do it. I think my favorite and I. Ooh. Oh no. Uh, oh well. What are you saying, Brian? Uh, my favorite interaction with Zach's roommates, and I feel like I've said this story before, but I, I think I was watching, uh, I believe it was episode two of Star Wars at Zach's place for the first time. The best one. And it got to Dex's diner, <laughs> and fucking Zach yelled, like, guys, it's Dex's diner, and the fucking three roommates ran down the stairs, <laughs> like, Dex's diner, Dex's diner. You have a fun story about that uh, diner scene? What you know the fun you know the fun thing about that diner scene? What nothing? Uh, actually, uh, George Lucas watched Spaceballs. He 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 looked at the script, signed off signed off on it and everything. He liked that diner scene so much that he was like, you know what? Next time I make a Star Wars, I need to get a I need to get a space <laughs> diner up in here. And so that's how we end I, up with Dex's giant diner. I think in episode two, Attack of the Clones. I think one balls. of my top ten tweets of all time, I think it was Pixelated Bo, and it was like quote tweeting like, oh, this character died during this scene in the in the in Rise of Skywalker, right? It was like it was like just like a director saying like, Oh yeah, this character died uh during this battle in Rise of Skywalker and Pixelated Bo retweeted it, it's like Dextus Lectus uh, was shot dead in his diner <laughs> during <laughs> During the battle of uh, Jahul or whatever. <laughs> Love that for him. But uh, are we ready for recommendations? Yeah, sure. let's do it. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I could... I, 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 I'm just going to go with... Uh, this might be a cop-out, but, um, you know, just... You guys need to go back and listen to Speak Now by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Her uh, her third album, <laughs> she she wrote uh, completely by herself, no co-writers at age twenty. Uh, some might have some hits that you know, uh, mine, mean. Uh, I think story of us is on that one. Man, <laughs> it's it's got some bangers. Uh, Back to December, woof. Uh, you guys need a uh, you guys need to get on the early Taylor Swift <laughs> grind. Uh, but also any of her albums, I think slap except maybe her first one. So uh, yeah, go listen to Taylor Swift and appreciate her her prowess as a songwriter for the past decade plus. All right, I got like three. I got three micro recommendations. <laughs> uh, the first one being the tweet from Pixelated Boat that I just found. It was quote tweeting. It's been confirmed that Nian Nub was killed during the Battle of Exelgor on in the Rise of Skywalker. That's the boy with the him. flaps. <laughs> quote, He's got the flaps yeah. on yeah. his face. Yes, big lip fish boy. And then Pixelated Boat quote tweeted. It has also been confirmed that, in, that while the Battle of Exelgor <laughs> was taking place, Dexter Jetster was shot dead during an armed <laughs> robbery at his diner. <laughs> Incredible. Dexter Jetster. Uh, okay, and my other two recommendations. 
our um, our artists I wish I was listening to uh, while I was listening to the Taylor Swift album because I recently got back into them. I'm like, damn, those are really good, and these are pretty good too, but the other ones are better. Um, Hiatus Coyote, uh, I really like them. They got they got some bangers. Um, I just like their vibe. Hiatus Coyote, very good. Um, and then uh, First Aid Kit, which is uh, I got reminded of them because they're a folk they're a folk duo and the, and this uh not folk uh genre album was called folklore and i said hey that's the same <laughs> word uh and F- first aid kit might be one of my favorite bands of all time top five they just got they just got the vibes you know folk music it can be good sometimes it can be good most times actually just with my uh with my sample size i'd say it's 100 percent good because they are the only folk band i've ever listened to <laughs> All right. Have <laughs> you listened to the Mountain so, Goats? I feel like you'd like the Mountain Goats. I, I they're on the list now. I'm putting them on the little <laughs> the little mental list. Uh, there you go. I I do like folk music apparently. So first aid kit, hiatus coyote. Uh, I'll let our guests go last. My recommendation is this video I saw on Twitter this morning. Um, it's C3PO, General Grievous, oh, and uh, the robot from Rogue One dancing to a song. I don't know. It made me really happy. The so vibes. that's my recommendation. And then my anti-recommendation, uh, I never brought this up on the pod. I watched Normal People on Hulu, and holy God, fuck, that show is boring. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I don't know why people liked it. All right. That's it. Chris, I'm Chris, I'm very interested to see what you've brought to the table. Okay. I feel like once I like say my recommendations, you're gonna be like, oh duh. But for me, uh first recommendation, uh watch Justified. Uh it's an old FX show. Uh it takes place uh, do I have to do the do I have to explain Justified or my is that the, is that the one with my boy Timothy Oliphant? Is that Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, it's Timothy Oliphant. Uh I'm sold. As Raylan Givens. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's so good in it. And uh, Walton Goggins bro. also incredibly good. In, yeah, uh, if don't uh, Hitman exists. Don't say that. Uh, Walton Goggins <laughs> though, good in everything I've seen him in. Righteous Gemstones. Also, you know, Uncle Baby Billy. I think couple, his name is. Baby Billy. Ant yeah, Man and the Wasp. Been, what an antagonist of Ant Man and the Wasp. Right, dude. He needed more. He needed. They needed to like squeeze some more juice out of him. A favorite. Honestly. A favorite of Brian Woods. <laughs> Yeah, watch yeah. Ju- I mean, it's definitely a top five movie of all time. Yeah, sure. watch Justified. It's like everything. Like people like gamer on about like I don't know the Appalachians, like rural Kentucky, all that. This is probably like the closest and like I don't know like recent modern like American media that you're gonna get to like a accurate representation of it. Hillbilly Elegy, fuck out of here, JD Vance, you're a snitch. You ain't got shit <laughs> on Justified. So watch Justified. Also, I guess you could watch Hannibal. I guess. Uh, I finished that recently. Pretty good. Brian, I know you still got to watch it, so I won't harp on it too much. Um, outside of that, uh, look at the... Uh, my final recommendation, look at the last few pages or so of the latest chapter of the Dragon Ball Super manga, where uh, <laughs> where uh, your titular heroes, Goku and Vegeta, just get absolutely fucking dominated by the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they just get their they get their shit pushed in by him so hard and the fun part is we are very I feel like we're pretty close to the ending too for that sort of like arc or saga or whatever anyway shout out Moro he's probably like a top three villain now up there with Cell and yeah. Frieza dude's so cool he just like takes other people's stuff and dude you know what he did to Vegeta <laughs> he like took yeah. his big bang attack skill and he was just like 
this is the shit you call the Big Bang Attack? And he just proceeds to kick his ass. I gotta catch up on the super. I, I just... I, if everything feels dull after Broly. After the fucking Super Broly film. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm just waiting. They need to make this... They probably need to make this into a movie or something. Yeah. Or two. All right. Are we good? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Chris, thank you uh, so much for coming. What do you yeah. want to plug? Uh, I guess I'll plug Quarter Circle Backboard, solo show dedicated to the sports that you like and video games that I like. Um, he has a tagline. Yeah, it's a tagline. He fucking dominates us. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not going to do it solo for much longer because I felt when I record episodes in my room, uh, it kind of sucks doing stuff dolo. So I'm probably going to have some more guests on, talk about like baseball, sports, Things like that. Um, also, going to talk about video games. As Bro, much you ever stuff want comes a baseball guest, dude? I could go all <laughs> oh, fucking day. Oh hell yeah! Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> Get into writing right now. Also, I'm working on a super secret late night KCOU project Sunday nights Ooh, that shit. I I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything. It's more music focused, and I'm very excited about Ooh. it. Bro, I fucking love music, dude. You get me on that all day, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Put it in, put it in writing. <laughs> Yo, radio? Fucking love that shit. <laughs> get me in there. That's right. 9 o'clock, Sunday nights, 88.1 FM. Or 88.1 FM? KCOU.FM? There we go. Yeah, stay tuned. Big stuff. All right. Uh, have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Uh, be kind to others uh, when you can. Uh, peace. See you next week.